What's up, Huddle Up Nation? Welcome back. I know it's been a minute. I had an offseason myself. But NFL is back. Training camp started. There's a lot of storylines that's been going out there. We're going to dive into that. But I wanted to bring my first video back with my mama, who was the one who introduced me to football. And I'm going to let her <clears throat> be able to talk and how she got into football. And then we're going to get into this NFL. So, Ma, welcome to Huddle Up Nation. How are you feeling today? Thank you. Thank you. I'm feeling great. Good times today. I'm excited about this season. Excited about you getting back on the horse. Um, so, I have four brothers, no sisters. And I think that's what kind of got me into the whole sports arena in the first place. Um, watching football, baseball with my dad, watching it with my brothers, one of them who is just a sports, as much of a sports fanatic as I am. Um, and I've just always had a competitive spirit. Football itself became one of my favorite sports, and I kind of got heavy into it um, through my dad. And through the one and only Randall Cunningham, which was one of the first or earlier black quarterbacks um, that was like the triple threat back in the 90s. Um, and my dad loved him so much, just the way he could move, maneuver, kind of get out of tight spots, always looked like he was going down, still able to make the throw. And that was really big back then because there were just a handful of black quarterbacks. Um, Randall Cunningham was just that guy. It was He was exciting to watch. He, he was like the the old-time Lamar Jackson. Right, and, right. Shout out to Lamar. <laughs> and Michael Vick and, and the <clears throat> rest of them. So um, that's what really got me going. And then after that, it was just I never looked back. Loved the sport. Loved talking about it. Loved watching it. <laughs> yeah, I remember when my early days of enjoying football and um growing in high school, I just remember we you had your day set. It was Thursday night football. And then especially when uh college was playing, you had Saturday football and then it was Sunday all day. It was Monday night football. And before I'm like, there's no way you like football this much. Like there's four days of football. Like that's just excessive to me. But then I just started to enjoy it. <clears throat> and when I was like, let me just see what she's on, like what she what, what this football thing is about. And it happened to be the year that the Ravens um, won the Super Bowl back in 2012. And just being in that atmosphere, being able to go to the, uh, see a game and see what it meant to the community, see what it meant like to everybody, how football can really be America's sport and why people love it so much. And that's why I fell into love with it from you. Ma, and I just, f football is just fascinating to me. The fact that these men put their bodies on the line every day, off season, training camp, um, practices, mini camp, games, everything, because everything leads up to be able to make it to the NFL, because again, everybody can't make it. So it's just the. The, the amount of work they had to put into is just amazing to me. And then the stories that come out of it and then the, the men that you meet, um, 
it's just amazing. It is. It's it's a great sport, <clears throat> and and that is true. On that Tuesday, Wednesday, we're not a very big day, right? So <laughs> you was hogging the TV all the time, <laughs> and so Tuesday, Wednesdays was my days. But now, I mean, I'm football every day. You know, I'm on YouTube researching. I'm looking at stats and everything that co- or storylines that come up and. <clears throat> Football is my life now, which is crazy because I used to be annoyed every time you had it on the TV. I understand. I remember watching by myself. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of days. <clears throat> um, and now I have to get you to watch it more. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Yeah. And you definitely have taken it to another level with the research. And um, I was never as into it as much as you are as far as like knowing so much about the players and the, you know, even the names of all the players. I right. just kind of knew the big ones, but it was just the game itself that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so I love seeing you kind of take it to another level. And now we talk that. about it. And, and, and then just enjoy it. Yeah. Let's tell the people who your favorite team is. Who's your favorite well, team? My favorite team is the Kansas City Chiefs. And when, and where were you born <clears throat> or where were you raised? I was raised in Baltimore. Actually, I was raised in New York and Baltimore. So how from those big states? There's a story behind that. All those big states, New York, where you you could have the Giants and the Jets fans and then being raised in Baltimore for the majority of your life, and you had the Baltimore Ravens. How did you come about being a Kansas City Chiefs fan? Is it just because of Patrick Mahomes? Not at all. I was a Chiefs fan way before there was a Patrick Mahomes. Um, So it kind of started like this um never was a new york fan just really i think before the um before the chiefs i was actually an eagles fan because of randall cunningham okay so i loved them and i kind of just you know i even like the oilers with with warm moon and it was you know just wanting to see black quarterbacks um, do well and prevail in the NFL, right? Um, because at that time it was rare. <clears throat> but when I actually um, moved to Kansas City, this was back in 1995. There was no football team in Baltimore at the time, mm. so we didn't have a football team. We just had the Baltimore Orioles, which I will always be a fan of. Shout out to them; they number one in the MLB yeah. right now. Shout out to the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. They are looking forward to big things with them as well. Um, but again, so when I got here and actually when I met your dad, who was an, a huge cheese fan, <clears throat> always has been, always will be, <clears throat> he kind of got me into watching the team and, you know, knowing more about them and being around, um, you know, the city and the games were exciting. The defense was phenomenal back there and, um, with Derek Thomas and <clears throat> and Neil, um, it was just, uh, you know, I just kind of got on that bandwagon and I loved it. I loved being in a city where they had a football team. It was big. So once. And the Chiefs is one of the top five, like has one of the top five, like fans, stadiums exactly. and everything. So I can understand exactly. that. It's a big thing. I mean, that's what they had. That's what was big around here. You, you kind of eat, sleep and breathe it. Um, and like I said, Baltimore didn't have one. When the right. Ravens came to Baltimore, then um, I loved that. I am a Ravens fan, but they're just not my number one team. I can't 
jump on and off the bandwagon like that. And I kind of, my heart. So you're a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan and you're a loyal fan at that. Yes. I can respect that. I definitely am. And I would love to see Lamar do well. I'd love to see the Ravens do well. But when it comes to the AFC championship game, if we're both in it, Chiefs all the way, baby. Wow. So you can see how our household (laughs) is. And I'm a diehard Ravens fan. And my mom was over here, a diehard Chiefs fan. So you can imagine watching the games and we play against each other how that goes um not pretty well for me it is because we usually come out on top okay (laughs) all right we're gonna see what happens this year speaking of this season there was some big things the ravens did this season i do have to mention i know it happened but prior to training camp and everything but you know my boy got paid when my jackson get did get at the time the highest paid <clears throat> contract for a quarterback. Um, Justin Herbert just got his, so it did overpower Lamar Jackson, but he had it good for a couple months there, the highest paid, and I feel like it was well-deserved. I feel like we definitely. we got to definitely see. Um, I know it's hard to say because, like, why he does he have to prove any more than he does? Ha- he's been proven as a quarterback and as an NFL player, but um, he. I do feel like, as me as a fan, I would like to see us go farther in the playoffs and see how deep we can go. Um, and I think just this contract just solidifies that, that we're ready for that and we can handle that those responsibilities um, as Ravens. And not only that, we made some huge strides. I mean, we got a finally um, a number one wide receiver in Odell. Um, we drafted a number, could be possibly a number one wide receiver in the first round of the draft this year. Still have Rashad Bateman, who has shown when he wasn't hurt that he could be very explosive in the in the offense. Um, we got a new offensive coordinator, Tom Monkin, <clears throat> who just with the, store, the training camp so far I've seen and the mini, mandatory mini camp that they had that I watched and um, just hearing the storylines that come from the Ravens in there and what that offense is looking like is, is going to be something that everybody's going to have to watch out for because it's going to be very explosive. And um, you're going to see a lot of people be able to, wide receivers be able to do their thing. You're going to see Lamar be able to throw that rock. And don't be surprised if he's throwing it and you be, and they're catching it in the end zone. Well, I definitely made big strides, definitely big, <clears throat> big things now. It's really on the team. Because for they sure. can't say that they didn't give Lamar his weapons. For sure. They can't say he didn't get paid. That he didn't get paid. There's no, I mean, he There's has, a, it's no more room of excuses <laughs> if we can't do anything in this. They they gave him what he needed, and now he has to perform, and he has to stay healthy. Correct. And that's the biggest thing. I think that's probably my biggest worry with him is not necessarily performing, but making sure he stays healthy the whole season because that's a, going to be big. And I have a question with that. Do you think that has a lot to do with him being a dual-threat quarterback, him being able to run the ball that he does, also be able to throw? Is that why he gets hurt? Correct. Um... I mean, that could have something to do with it. I think that he may be a little bit more injury prone than others. There's a, there's, you know, a few dual threat um, quarterbacks out there. So uh, I don't know. I think we will see. I think it possibly could be because <clears throat> not necessarily that he's just dual threat and that he does both, but the fact that he didn't really have the weapon. So he had to do more. Now I'm very curious to see if he sits in the pocket more because now he has, 
you know, real wide receivers. Right, right. I'm curious to see if he, you know, doesn't have to run as much because he still has his, you know, running backs. And if he doesn't have to do too much, then I think he, you know, it's a good possibility he can stay healthy. One of Lamar's problems to me, I thought, is that he felt like he always had to put it on his shoulders. Because when I mean, lose, who he else felt was like, he? Who else was going to be able to do it? Who did exactly. we feel like we had that he that he could trust? No, I I agree, and I'm saying that I think we're gonna. And don't forget, we still have Mark Andrews out there. Who that's true. I mean, that's my boy. I mean, he's the go to, and hit. we got him till 2025. So he's locked in. Right. I mean, and we got um, Isaiah Likely who came in last year, who definitely surprised well. me and shocked me as a, a tight end, exactly. as a backup tight end. And then we still have our running backs. And speaking of running backs, and speaking of Lamar Jackson being a dual threat, what do you think is going on um, with the running backs not being getting paid and feeling like these positions, <clears throat> this position is not just being as, is not as respected as I feel like it should be. Being a running back has to be the most dangerous position out there. I mean, your whole job is to put your body on line and run towards huge men. <clears throat> or run and then at a fast pace and get hit and the fact that it, we're having trouble paying these these men these running backs and but and it's just like what is what is going on is it because we have more quarterbacks that could be able to do the thing like as Lamar Jackson where he had he can put it all on his shoulders um and win with his legs and with his arm is it that that's a good question. I, I really don't know exactly what it is. <clears throat> I think that there are um, good running backs out there, and I think that there's mediocre running backs out there, and I think that teams are winning with either. And it's not like it used to be where you had to have <clears> – where you had to have, you know, a, a big name like a Barry Sanders or an Emmett Smith – or someone on your team like that to be able to win. Teams nowadays are winning more with wide receivers and quarterbacks because the quarterbacks are just phenomenal. Now the um their arm strengths, their the way they can <clears throat> move in and out of the pocket and the things they can do now are just not making it as essential for running backs in my opinion. I mean, I honestly don't know. I think you, you still do have your stars out there but <clears throat> even with the Chiefs I mean we could go down the line with the running backs and any one of them that really was in the game stepped up That's true. I mean from I mean even, even though we got rid of uh, rid of um, Edwards Hilaire mm -hmm. I mean he did well when he was in and then when he didn't Pacheco stepped up um, so you see in their very end um <clears throat> Like, rotatable. Like, indispensable. So we really don't need to pay somebody who's indispensable. Not indispensable, but, but <clears throat> dispensable. Dispensable, I'm sorry. Yes, dispensable. Um, I I mean, again, this is just a theory, but from um, what I've seen, and, and then again, it's not like that on every team, so... Um, so it's just you know hard to say, and I agree with you. I mean, they it's a it's a very tough position. It's very hard on your body. I mean, they they definitely deserve to be paid, but um, I think you know in the scheme of things, and when you're looking at paying a quarterback or a wide receiver or you know a tight end that's just kind of doing everything, it's just 
kind of hard to be able to do. I mean, I'm just looking at the stats right now, and we have the quarterbacks, and on average, they're getting $32 million on average. Running backs, on average, are getting 10 and that's the least. I mean, that's below a linebacker, a defensive end, defensive tackles, tight ends. Like, they're literally yes. the lotus on a totem pole. And I'm just – and I feel like it's the most dangerous. So I feel like it could be a number of things. It could be that they're dispensable, and it doesn't matter who you put in. running back, Like, no matter how special a running back can be, there's always somebody who could really do that job. Maybe that could be it. So there's no really specialty when it comes to running back. Or it could be um, – <clears throat> the quarterbacks and their ability to do more now and they're not more of standstill as a Ben Roethlisberger type of quarterback. They're they're a Patrick Brady Mahomes. All oh, right, correct. Sitting in the pocket is like more of a Patrick Mahomes or a Jalen Hurts or a Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson who you see that if there's not anything they could do with their with their hands and throwing, that they're gonna be able to use their feet and run. And so you see a lot less touches for these for these running backs and um, I just think it's unfortunate, though. Yeah, I and agree. I, <clears throat> and I just feel like I, it was definitely something we had to mention because it's a big topic right now. Because what did the running backs do? So, so now and what? Saquon Barkley. I mean, he was, and he barely he got was that indispensable for his team. Correct. And, and that was, you know, because I don't think they would have made it as yeah. far without him. With because I don't think um, Aaron, I don't think um, the Giants could make far at all without Saquon. They definitely needed him. And he still got a deal, but it, I mean, he got eleven. He what? He got eleven mil, ten million guaranteed for just one year. One year. It's crazy, uh, crazy. Yeah, that's the name of the game. <sighs> that's true. That's true. And then I mean, but let's just talk about the training camp and what happened so far. Um, Joe Burrow went down, calf injury. Um, they said he's out for several weeks. I think it could be part of it is um, just the media talking. I don't think it is that serious for real. I think he's going to come out, play first um, the first week in the, end of the season, and ball out like he balls. I think this is just a little step in a row. Um, I don't think he's as injured as people may think it like, may steam. Um, but somebody who is, and it can be a little frustrating, at least Jalen Ramsey got hurt. Um, he moved to the Miami Dolphins this off season, and um, he they said he's out for like six to eight weeks, and so we'll hope hopefully he'll he'll recover back and be able to um to come back. But I don't know these injuries already just scares me, and I'm scared for the Ravens because we've been injured heavily the past two three seasons. Um, but I am another thing that we did this off season was get another strength and conditioning coach. I think that was huge. I think was it was great. something going on um, on our field and with the strength and conditioning coach that we were just getting injured time and time again, and it was multiple of major players getting injured. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. Um, so far, so good with that. With the Keep Ravens, yeah. Crossed, yeah. <clears throat> Odell right. looks healthy and everything, and. <clears throat> I just decided to see Zay Flowers and what he has. And what he has to do, yeah. Because I heard he's doing. I mean, he's surprising a lot of people because he's he's still a rookie. So, see, the game is a little different from being in college and everything. But I think he's going to do good. I think, yeah, I think the Ravens might surprise a lot of people this year. Another team I think is going to be a lot of is going is going to surprise a lot of people this year. I think people need to watch out for the Jets. J T S. Jets. 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 Jets got a team. 
They had two. And they only got better from last year. I know. They had the two uh, offensive and defensive uh, rookies of the year last year, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe so. That Sauce Gardner is a is a beast. Um, they have Garrett Wilson, which is a wide receiver that I, I mean, one of the top wide receivers. Brees Hall, who Brees was Hall, yes. dominating before, before he got, got hurt. Dominating. I mean, I feel like that was part of the reason why they kind of fell off toward the end of the season because oh, I mean, when that man was in, they was dominating in the whole quarterback situation. And again, they fixed that court. They fixed that. Jets got a huge, a huge quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. The, what, what did Stephen A. say? That bad man. I'm a little He's over there. About them Jets. I'm definitely a little concerned about them Jets. I mean, the AFC, AFC in the totality. General, oh my goodness, is crazy. At any any aspect, any division. I mean, it's just. Oh, we will see. But then again, they thought it was going to be like that last year as That's well, true too. and it didn't pan. I mean, some of the you know, just because it looks good on paper doesn't mean That's it's going to pan out on the field, but. The, but the talents that the talents that, that 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 each team that each team on the AFC have is crazy. And a, another big uh, headline that's been coming up is the Colts with uh, Jonathan Taylor as a running back. You know he's uh, requested a trade uh, with the Colts. Don't understand that situation over there. What's going on in there? But no, right? they did say I did <clears throat> hear something about them saying no, and they may be putting on like a, a non-injury list. Um, like a non-injury reserve list for him, but y'all, he's not going for that. It doesn't look like he's going for that, which is crazy. I mean, Jonathan Taylor carried that team too. And what do you think about uh, DeAndre Hopkins going to the Titans? DeAndre Hopkins going to the Titans is crazy. That's what I'm um, seeing. Everybody is moving from the NFC to trying to go to the AFC is crazy. You got a number one wide receiver and you got a number one running back. And Derrick Henry, I mean, you just can't sleep on them either. I mean, you can't sleep on no team for real in the AFC. You never know who's going to come out and dominate and be on top. Um, There's no clear. It may be on one of the conferences. It may be one team that's a clear winner in their conference. And you could say it's the Chiefs. They could win win their conference easy. When the AFC was easy, you could say that. But any other division – you can't. You don't know who. You, it's a toss up, honestly. Who could be number one? But you even said about Denver that they could be a sleeper. Denver could be a sleeper. I feel like um, Russell Wilson had to just get his feet under the water. You know, playing against a, a lot of AFC teams, playing against uh, his divisional rivalries. Uh, he just never seen those type of teams before. So, and then they got a new um, office coordinator or two, I believe. And so they they they're not sleepers. Chargers aren't sleepers. Because Chargers, it would they, the only part that they ruined really was their uh, playoff and they, when losing to Jacksonville at the end, which was crazy. But the, and you the can't play sleep calling on the of the, I mean, we'll just hope <clears throat> they don't make the same, same mistakes. You know, don't be like a Dallas and make the same mistake in time management twice yeah. in the NFC Championship. I mean, can't do that. But um, <clears> speaking <throat> of <throat> NFC, I mean, them I Eagles. I mean, yep, the Eagles might run it back for the Super Bowl. I definitely can see that. I actually hope that Washington does pretty well. I'd like to see Eric Bieniemy. Eric B. Oh yeah, Eric Bieniemy. The Chiefs and actually do well do on something, his own, yep. so he can shut some of the. Um, they got rid of their uh, haters down. Their owners got some new owners in there. <laughs> exactly, they they got some moving pieces over there. <clears> y'all, I don't think y'all need to sleep on uh, Seattle. 
with their new little uh, wide, receiver, wide receiver trio. They got uh, Jackson Smith, Njoba. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce his last name. Then you got Tyler Lockett, and you got DK Metcalf. That's some three powerful wide receivers over there. And Geno Smith coming off of a dominated season. Nobody thought he was about to do what he did last year. Um, Detroit looking good. They won eight out of the last ten games last year, so they looking on to come up. Um, then San Francisco, of course. Hopefully with their quarterback situation, who's actually going to be um, quarterback one so and everything over Brock, there. Is it? is it is it Brock? It could be Brock. Sure. I mean, you saw Trey Lance over there. And then um, I'm excited to see the, the new – Rookie quarterbacks, Anthony Richardson. Hopefully, he'll get some playing time this season. Bryce Young, he is a, the starter for the Carolina Panthers, so I'm excited to see how he's going to play this season. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a hell of a season, and I'm excited. And I'm excited to be able to be on this um, my podcast again with y'all, and having my mom over here with with me, and. We just gonna rock it out this season. Thank you, Ma, for joining me. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. I had a ball. Can't wait to be back. Thanks yes, sir. Huddle up, nation. Welcome back. We Huddle back, baby. All right. I'll talk to y'all next week. <laughs>